Welcome to the Woodland Heights Baptist Church Sunday Talks podcast. Sunday Talks is a weekly roundtable discussion about theological and cultural topics. For more information and show notes, visit whbcconway.org forward slash Sunday Talks. Here's your host, Pastor Larry White. Welcome to Sunday Talks. Sunday Talks is our uh, discussion on Sunday evenings for culture and theology. We always approach it from the scriptures. And uh, this summer we're going through the Psalms. And I've been having some special guests with me tonight. We're going to talk about Psalm 35. And I'm glad to have to my right over here, Derek Walter. And uh, appreciate Derek you coming in and coming right from work and That's right. jumping in here. Glad so, to be here. Yeah been, yeah. been able to watch a few uh, online and uh, glad to glad to hopefully break down Psalms 35. Tonight. Yeah, we're going we're going to have a good time with it whatever whatever we do. That's right. Uh, just to let you know a little bit more about Derek. He has been in our church a long time. Not your whole life, but but as a child yes. y'all moved mm-hmm. to Conway and and became a part of our church uh, and uh, grew up through the church, experienced all that. He's now the assistant executive director at Arkansas Activities Association. Uh, and so no no questions for about fall sports or any right. of those things we want to ask those tonight. We'll, we'll stay just easy and be on the scriptures. That's right. Uh, but someone did ask me this last night. They said, I, I mentioned that you were doing this. And they said, what is that? And I said, well, they, they govern the high school athletics yep. in Arkansas. So that's a, probably a very simple version of what, that's right. what, what y'all do. Uh, Derek's married to Lauren, and I had the privilege of conducting your ceremony and, and uh, honored to be able to do that. They started and, and are leading our youngest adult uh, Sunday school small group. And uh, I wanted him to share a little bit about uh, your class, what y'all do. Um, and you know, you've not been able to meet here on Sunday mornings, but, but you've been doing some things in the meantime. So when uh, a few years ago, Ryan Howell and I uh, were able to start a, a new Sunday school class and, and really um, trying to reach young, young singles, married, mm-hmm. kind of that young age, really a catch all. Yeah. And uh, started out with, with mainly um, current church members, friends of ours, and, and kind of were able to bring them in. And now it's, it's, it's grown quite a bit. Uh, mm-hmm. we're, we meet in the, in the office conference room. Mm-hmm. And so um, really throughout the past few years, uh, been able to, to, to really grow. And, and one thing we like is we're more conversational. So mm-hmm. um, right now we're in Acts. So we're going through okay. the book of Acts, yeah. which is a, a great uh, gospel-centered book. And mm-hmm. so... Um, we've been able to do that, and uh, COVID kind of hit and kind of messed some of our plans up like most. And so mm-hmm. uh, with me helping on Sunday morning, it's kind of hard to do both on Sunday. Yeah. So uh, here in the last probably month, we've started meeting again. Uh, we meet uh, Sunday nights at my house, and so um, able to kind of have dinner and, and really fellowship. And, and this week, we're going to get back into Acts. And so yeah. kind of yeah. first couple weeks, kind of see who would come and, mm-hmm. and figure that out. And so now we're going to, this next week, get back into yeah. acts and so it's been great you know some people kind of go is it single married um we kind of everybody yeah and so yeah. it's kind of turned now into mostly married but we've got some dating couples and so mm-hmm. uh really just excited great yeah. group and uh, really hoping to to have a group that uh, is comfortable around each other uh, to yeah. share what's going on in their life uh maybe some accountability mm-hmm. uh, with each other so so if you're if you're 20 something and you're looking for a group to get connected with and we just had our connection class this week, and one of the things that we talked about was that it's crucial to be involved with a group, that you can't just come to a large gathering of worship 
and really be connected. And so uh, I, would, I would highly recommend that. And, and, and Derek did mention he's on this side of the camera uh, tonight, but normally he's on that side. Uh, so much of what we do in our technology and live streaming, Derek's been a part of that and is, is faithful to do that every week. Um, I don't know any of how any of that works, uh, but I'm grateful that, that they do. And, and, and uh, he's got got a bunch of young people, got a lot of teenagers that are helping us with that. You know, it's been it's been really cool. We started streaming, I don't know, a year, year and a half ago, uh, just to kind of see it grow and, and slowly get um, some youth involved. Mm -hmm. and, and, that, and they really they really enjoy it. And really, you know, like this past week, they, they did it all by themselves. I mean, they're, mm -hmm. they're very talented and they enjoy it. And yeah. so always looking for new people to come and help that, that maybe have that. A desire and then like doing it but it's uh, it's been neat to watch even over covid you know how mm -hmm. we've been able to to grow it and hopefully make it better for for people at home yeah uh, i know eric's helped uh you know get the ball rolling on a lot of this mm -hmm. so it's, it's been good just to to hopefully help the people who haven't been able to gather mm -hmm. and come here it's, and this is where we are from here on out i think so yeah that's what it's going to be hopefully with football yeah, yeah with, football, with football yeah, yeah. that's the goal yeah i've i've i, I acknowledged last night to somebody that Football is an idol to me, and if I may have to let it go this fall. But, but, uh, but I don't have to let go of the scriptures, and that's what we want to get into. Uh, the most important thing that, that Derek or I will say in the next few moments is what we read from this word. Uh, this is the most valuable. This is the word of God, and we, tr we trust it. We rely upon it. And so uh, there's 28 verses here. I've asked Derek to read the first 14, and I'll pick it up at verse 15, and uh, then we'll dive in and talk about Psalm 35. Good deal. I'll start. Great is the Lord. Contend, O Lord, with those who contend with me. Fight against those who fight against me. Take hold of shield and buckler and rise for my help. Draw the spear and javelin against my pursuers. Say to my soul, I am your salvation. Let them be put to shame and dishonor who seek after my life. Let them be turned back and disappointed who devise evil against me. Let them be like chaff with the wind with, with the angel of the Lord driving them away. Let their way be dark and slippery with the angel of the Lord pursuing them. For without cause, they hid their net for me. Without cause, they dug a pit for my life. Let destruction come upon him when he does not know it. And let the net that he had hid ensnare him. Let, them, let him fall into it to his destruction. Then my soul will rejoice in the Lord, exalting in his salvation. All my bones shall say, O Lord, who is like you, delivering the poor from him who is too strong for him? The poor and needy from him who robs him. Malicious witness rise up. They ask me of things that I do not know. They repay my evil for good. My soul is bareth. But I, when they were sick, I wore sackcloth. I afflicted myself with fasting. I prayed with head bowed on my chest. I went about as though I grieved for my friends or my brother, as one who laments his mother. I bowed during in morning, down in mourning. Okay, verse 15. But at my stumbling they rejoiced and, and gathered. They gathered together against me. Wretches whom I did not know tore at me without ceasing, like profane mockers at a feast. They gnash at me with their teeth. How long, O Lord, will you look on? Rescue me from my destruction, my precious life from the lions. I will thank you in the great congregation, in the mighty throng I will praise you. Let not those rejoice over me who are wrongfully my foes, and let not those wink the eye who hate me without cause. For they do not speak peace, but against those who are quiet in the land, they devise words of deceit. They open wide their mouths against me. They say, Aha, aha, our eyes have seen it. You have seen, O Lord, be not silent. O Lord, do not be far from me. Awake and rouse yourself for my vindication. 
for my cause, my God and my Lord. Vindicate me, O Lord, my God, according to your righteousness, and let them not rejoice over me. Let them not say in their hearts, Aha, our heart's desire. Let them not say, We have swallowed him up. Let them be put to shame and disappointed altogether who rejoice at my calamity. Let them be clothed with shame and dishonor who magnify themselves against me. Let those who delight in my righteousness shout for joy and be glad and say evermore, Great is the Lord who delights in the welfare of his servant. Then my tongue shall tell of your righteousness and your praise all the day long. Every, every week we do this, Derek. When I, after I, I've read this several times, but when I read it again, something jumps out at me that I hadn't, hadn't thought about. And that's just the great thing about Scripture is that it's, it's alive. It's a living word, and it has something to say to us. This is one that, that commentaries and, and, and theologians, much smarter than me, have called this an imprecatory psalm. That it imprecates that, that uh, it's, it's calling down destruction and defeat and, and of the worst kind. Uh, upon somebody else, and you know, when I read this, I think, what do we, what do we do with this? This is, this is not, you know, this is not what, this is not one of those Sunday school lessons you teach to five-year-olds. No. You know, this is not a passage. It's probably not a passage we read much, even in an adult Bible study that we would go to. Um, and so, you know, we're, we're looking at this from a from a New Testament perspective in light of the gospel and in light of all that that. Uh, uh, Jesus said and all that Paul wrote about about praying for those that hurt you blessing them you know Paul said that in Romans Jesus said it multiple times in the gospels he would say uh, bless those that persecute you pray for them and here David the writer of this psalm is is I mean he's he's calling everything but calling down fire from heaven on those and, and, and very specific about those who've hurt him and uh, uh, so what do we do with stuff like this? You know, I, th I think the first thing I thought about as we went through Psalms mm -hmm. is, at first, I think sometimes we look at Psalm kind of like you did. Oh, what do we do with this? Mm -hmm. You know, we're, we're studying Acts right now, yeah. the gospel. Hey, is this really? But as you look at it, I think in the, the whole book, it's really, you look at the our emotions. Mm -hmm. And it's really, at some point in our life, obviously we all have struggles and different struggles, but throughout the book, it's all touching on different emotions that at some point we all struggle with. Yeah. And I think here we can relate mm -hmm. to being angry. We can relate yeah. with, um, like you're talking about, or, or like we just read, uh, the struggle of what we want to happen to our enemies. Yes. You know, yeah. what, oh, yeah. we're, we're mad about something. We're yeah. upset the way somebody treated us. And so it's like, yeah, I've, I don't know if I've necessarily prayed to God, but I've definitely thought about it. Yeah. That. Oh, you yeah. Know, oh, yeah. I hope he gets what he gets. You yeah. Know? You know, and I, I think about this in sports is that, you know, I have a favorite team, but I've got a lot of favorite teams I, I don't like. It's like, in fact, you know, I thought of one this week. I said I would be okay if Arkansas only won one game as long as they beat this team. That's right. You know, I won't say who it is, uh, Auburn. But, uh, uh, but you know, and, and so we do we do that with our enemies. And and this is, I mean, this is his anger. You know, some people look at this and say, well, you know, this is just an angry man. And uh, God's, you know, there there are passages in the Bible where. It's God speaking, and we can apply this. This is an angry man, and we just kind of we kind of brush over that. And so I want us to, to try to walk through that and and dig more out of it. What is what is this? You know, how's the gospel in this? You know, what what you know? One way I think of it in those terms is that this proves again another time that we need the Lord, 
we, we, we can't, we are not sufficient in ourselves because this is where we fall back to. This is, this is where man goes. Uh, our hearts are, you know, deceitful and wicked, and we will go to that place. We will go to the place where we are ang angry and when we rely upon our own strength. And, and as we read it, you know, I think there are two ways to look at it, and then we talked about this earlier, mm -hmm. is, is I think sometimes through Psalms he's defending God in a way. Yeah. Yeah. And here it seems a lot more personal. It seems yeah. like somebody yeah. did him wrong. Yeah. So he, he is obviously uh, lamenting that. Yeah. And, and, you know, in fact, I read one commentary that said, well, no, this is not about, about people. It's about the devil. You know, this is directed towards the devil. But there is this whole section that we read. You read, the, I think you read the end of it where he says, when they were hurting, when they were down, so it can't be the devil. Yeah. These are these are real people. people. He's he's yeah. angry. At, I mean, he doesn't give us names, but it's, it's definitely people. Uh, another way of looking at this is uh, law and grace. You know, Old Testament is filled with the law, and we do see more of the wrath of God in the Old Testament. And New Testament, we see grace, and we see God's loving kindness, but we see kindness and His steadfast love. In the very next chapter, talks a lot about that, um, and and. That's, that's why we have Old and New Testament, to balance that out. Um, we don't do away with one or the other. we got to have both of those, and that's where the gospel comes in of the fact that, you know, the grace of God satisfies the wrath of God and vice versa. They work together uh, to accomplish his purpose, and, and here, here we find him, you know, it's, it's certainly emphasizing wrath and, and anger uh, uh, that's displayed there. Well, and, and I think... You know, Jesus regards Psalm as, you know, inspired by God. Mm -hmm. So it means it's holy. So we're yeah. definitely, you know, I think we talked earlier about an individual who, who said, oh, we shouldn't even, you know, study this because it, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's wrong. And it's like, no, it's not. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. in God's yeah. word. And so um, we definitely need to study it. But I think you're right. I think it's definitely something we all struggle with. And so where is that line now? Mm -hmm. You know, we're living in the New Testament. How, how, where's that line between how, how do I handle that as a Christian? Right. Um, can I do that? Uh, it's, you know, I think yeah. it's, and that's And that's a question I want to ask you. So, so David, you know, I've, I've wanted to do, I've never done this, but I've, I've started and started writing on uh, prayers of the Bible, you know, great prayers of the Bible. <laughs> this is not one of them that I would <laughs> just include. make the cut. Jesus, Jesus prayers, Paul's prayers. But so, you know, I think the Bible is the best place to learn how to pray. Just what what do they pray? But but is this this type of prayer, this imprecatory, this calling down judgment, is that something that Christians should pray? So as I was studying this, I, I came across some commentary, and it said, especially now we're going through a pandemic, mm -hmm. and so obviously you hear people say this all the time: Jesus come. Yes, yeah. So if you're praying for revelation and you're praying for the end of the mm -hmm. earth, the rapture. Are you praying oh, against point. your yeah. enemies? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Are you praying damnation mm -hmm. against your enemies? Because if you think about it, that, that's what you're doing. You're, yeah. you're asking Jesus yeah. to come back, shorten the time that that's right. they have yeah. to convert. Right. And so it was asking, is it so is it always wrong to do this? And mm. so I think something that as I was going through this, we look at Jesus and his anger mm -hmm. and how that's different than when I get angry. Yeah. And I think the way David probably was angry here. Right. And so if you can have the anger like Jesus did, yeah. which I'd have a hard time doing that. Right. Yeah, yeah. I'm um, not saying it's impossible, yeah. Yeah. but I think if you can slow to anger, and in mm -hmm. fact, I had a, had a deal written out, I left it at my house, but it, the scripture on being slow to anger and, and, mm -hmm. and how if you can follow those steps mm -hmm. and get to 
um, I guess, peacefully calm while being angry about mm-hmm. something, but handle it the right way, then then maybe you can. In Ephesians says, be angry and sin not. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's hard. So I mean, it's, it's like possible. I, yeah, it's like sometimes I think I'm starting that way, and then the tipping point occurs, and I'm, I'm sinning by, by my by my frustration. Uh, you know, the uh, we both talked about John Piper and how he, he was in the video we saw that where he responded to this and he was kind of caught off guard and, and started one way and kind of went the other way and he said really a lot of what you said there of, you know, it seems that there's times that, that we might pray that but there ought to be such caution uh, that, that really we're, we've got to be careful about that. And, and you said this earlier too, um, this this really appears personal with Dave. This is this is this is something he where he was hurt. When we're praying for judgment, we should always do it in view of how God's glory and how He is offended. You know, um, in fact, uh, just thinking along those lines, there are times I think we we can practice righteous indignation and we can be angry in a righteous way. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, um, when when uh, uh, we see abuse, you know when. I saw this this week, and uh, someone had put it on Twitter. The uh, uh, a lady from an abortion clinic was testifying, and she was asked. She wasn't a doctor, but she worked there, and she was asked about um, uh, what, what what was the experience of the uh, when she when the when the abortion was taking place when they were going to basically harvest organs and tissues out of this child, and the heart still beating. And and she just callously responded as if you know she was talking about cutting up tomatoes or or you know or even or even an ant you know that, that she's just just a just a an animal but but it was so callous it's like for the church for Christians we ought we ought to show some we, we, that should cause us some anger that should cause us some righteous frustration uh, abuse you know injustice and so we balance that you know but but as a Christian. We also have got to say, you know, but I've got to, I've got to have compassion and mercy, and I should pray for that woman's salvation. I should pray that she comes to the knowledge of, of, of Christ and comes to faith in Him. Uh, at the, so it's a struggle. It's like you know, the, yeah. Well, well, right with that, I, I read something about dictators, and mm-hmm. you think of like yeah. Kim Jong Un, yeah. and you think about how terrible, and we don't even know, obviously, what happens yeah. to, to the people there, but. Would we pray? What do you pray for him? Well, mm-hmm. we would say, yeah, this is a time probably to yeah. pray. But this gentleman was listening to said, "What if you prayed for salvation first mm-hmm. and then prayed for this?" Yeah. So if you know your will's not that he's saved and he right. doesn't come to repentance, then that you would take him yeah. out. Yeah. Um, and there, and I think sometimes the order we go, that order doesn't matter. But yeah. I think it kind of does in your attitude of, no, I want him saved. I want a conversion. Right. I want. Right. But if, if that's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Then yeah. take him out, and, and I think that's kind of where our, where's our heart, right? And I, and, I wrote that down. Where, yeah. Where's our heart yeah. in that situation? Yeah. And that, that's the compassion and the mercy and the prayer for a salvation is what makes Christians Christian. It's, mm-hmm. it's the, ought to be the thing that makes us different from everybody else. At the same time, there are people that cross a line where they are they're not going to be converted. I'm just not sure we know when that ha- you know when that happens. I've met some people that I was pretty sure. They're not. They're not ever changing. But I can't determine. That. I've also met some people that I thought, and there's there's probably no way they'll come to Christ. And and in the end, they did. And as far as I know, and and, and as far as their their testimony, uh, and so we just it's a hard thing to balance. Um, 
Well, and I think another question I wrote, I said, where are their hearts? But why are we praying for them? Mm-hmm. And I think in David's case here, his sole purpose was almost revenge. Yeah, yeah. Where, you know, in, in the case of, say, the dictator, I mean, I'm not personally being hurt. It's not yeah. an emotional deal yeah. for me, even though it's sad and it's terrible mm-hmm. and we should stop. You know, how can I pray? My prayers are going to be different because my, my heart's in a different spot mm-hmm. probably. Yeah. And so I think, uh, you know, ask ourselves, why are we praying for the situation? And if it's a personal, we might need to step back and say, yeah. whoa, is my heart in the right spot here before? Yeah. before well, I and, pray? you know, and, and David, is not the only time David did this. I mean, when when he was confronted by the sin with Bathsheba with, with the parable about, you know, taking something that didn't belong to him, he responded in anger. So that per, the person who did that, should be, this should be done to him. And then it turns around, well, it's actually you that did this. Uh, and so he's he's... It's not the only time he does this. Um, why do you think then that God would put this, I mean, in his word? Here's, you know, we got 66 books, but every word is precious. Every word's inspired. So why does, why does this get, in my Bible, it takes about a whole page. Yes, it does. Obviously, he, there's something here for us to learn from. Mm-hmm. And I think, uh, like we talked about that gentleman who says blasphemy, I think it's easy sometimes to just turn the page and, and move on to, to James. You know, yes, yeah, slaps yeah. you in the face a yeah. few times yeah. and keeps your yeah. attention. Yeah. Um, obviously, I think, I, I think, like going back to my first point on the emotional part, though, I, I think he uses Psalms to, to speak to some of our struggles. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. I think... Uh, this relates, we can relate to David mm-hmm. in this case. And like I said, feeling and, and, and different parts of our life. And so, you know, I, I think he puts it in here for us to learn from it. And then also now with the New Testament, you know, to mm-hmm. kind of say, where, where is that middle ground? Like yeah. we've kind of talked about, you know, where am I responding out of anger? Mm-hmm. Or am I responding yeah. out of love? And is my goal salvation? And then, mm-hmm. uh, and also just praying God's will that that situation, you know, yeah. stops because either way he's using it for his purpose mm-hmm. and it, yeah. we might not understand it but right and it, it is it is it still can be sinful but it's normal behavior that we would that right. we would respond this way i heard somebody talking about all the situations going on this is off topic but mm-hmm. uh, talking about and it was a man probably churchill just said oh we just we there's no room for hate in our Mm-hmm. And I thought, no, there's a lot of room for it. It's yeah, everywhere. It's, like, everywhere. And it's, it's not like, going anywhere. Everybody hates every, yeah, you know, you, yeah. And so, yeah. Um, but anyway, that's just, yeah. yeah. You know, and one, I've, I read some commentators about this talk about how this, in one way, it's David's story. I think this literally happened to David. He literally prayed these prayers, but so many times he's kind of a picture of Christ that this could well be Christ's prayer in the suffering he went through. And, and then it's justified. Then it's, then it's right. Because, he did. I, I think, you know, when it says there in verse 13, uh, when they were sick, I will pour sackcloth, that, that how he probably, he did display compassion and mercy to others. Uh, and uh, so it could be, you know, you can maybe see the parallel of, okay, Christ endured so much and, and he's in his, in his suffering, um, you know, uh, he cried out for mercy on the cross. You know, how long, O oh Lord, will you, will you, uh, Watch, watch, and stand by. And so, I think there's, I think there's lots of application there. One thing I, I think too of, and it's, it's a reminder we need all the time in Scripture, is that David's a hero. David's, you know, he's the man after God's own heart, but he's a man. Yeah. And Samson was a man, and 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 Job and Peter and Paul, all of them have some scars and blemishes. And if we were writing the Bible, we wouldn't have put this here, and we wouldn't have put any of the things that 
color people the wrong way or or show their failures or you know the, the uh, uh, their sin. You know, we would have we would have certainly if we write about ourselves, we don't want to put those those things in there. And and God thankfully does that. I, I was talking earlier about. Uh, being involved in a, in a rehab ministry, though, and I think mm-hmm. sometimes for people, we talk about this in Sunday school. I say this; I don't actually believe this, but sometimes I wonder. I almost wish I would have been saved at a later date, because mm-hmm. being saved young, I don't think you always realize what you're saved from. Oh yeah, and and, yeah. You, and I don't remember the before and after as much. Mm-hmm. Right? I don't know the yeah. after, but the before right. of oh, what what was what did I need saved from? Obviously, mm-hmm. I knew I was a sinner, but. Um, and you look at some of these guys, and they need these examples. Yeah, you, know, you look oh, yeah. at they they need to see the struggles, and yeah. they need to see you know twenty, thirty, forty, fifty years old mm-hmm. that have never never read this book, and and they need to see these examples and prayers point, and the yeah. frustrations and the emotions that, that people had, right. but still turn to God for the answer. Yeah. And so I, I think that's a good point. You know, it's a very good point. Yeah, and I, and I think that's again. That affirms our belief in the Scripture being inspired and, and, and God's Word is that every word is from God. We don't give it equal time. I mean, John 3.16 and Psalm 23 are going to get more time than Psalm, Psalm 35. Uh, but it's it's just as inspired as John 3.16. Mm-hmm. If, it, if, it, if it's, all, it's either all or nothing. And so it has a purpose. That's exactly right, yeah. So, so we've kind of answered this in some ways. Uh, um, so you'd agree that we can we can display righteous indignation. We can we can be angry and sin not. Um, uh, the 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 thing that that I think we we've got to remember in these times too is that we have to leave final judgment to God. You know, I mean we we don't know. I mean we think we know. You mentioned dictators, and we think we know. Uh, even I love to study about Hitler and just what his last hours were like, and you know. Man, I, I even as awful and wicked as he was, I hope when he was there in his little compound, I hope he came to Christ. Mm-hmm. You know, and I and, and God God is so gracious and his love is so awesome that he could have forgiven him all that he did and and I don't want anybody to go to hell. I don't want anybody to experience that. Uh, but they've got to come the same pathway we do and, try, and put their faith and belief in Christ. Um, but but that's God's deal. That's his. You know, I can show compassion. I can show grace. But ultimately, it's God's. God's uh, judgment there. Um, the the whole idea of this righteous indignation again that we want to remind everybody of is that it's not about me. You know, I mean, we we, we can't we can't say that enough in church. It's not about me, sure. but that uh, we need to get angry about the things God gets angry about. You know, in the church we get angry about everything. I I, I watch. You talked about hate. I mean, it's it's everywhere right now. People are so divided about everything. People are divided about how they feel about COVID-19, how they feel about whatever the subject is, and people express anger. Ultimately, we need to always be asking, what, what is, what it angers God? What, what, you know, and, and ultimately our sin angers him. I mean, he put, he poured his wrath out on his son because of our sin. And we always want to point out everybody else's. And uh, David, you know, may, that may be something we pull out of this passage that we might not have gotten otherwise uh, from just, from just, Thinking through it a little bit. Well, we like to point out even things that aren't sin. Yes. That, oh, yeah. That aren't yeah. our yeah. that aren't what we would call sin or what we believe to be sin because yeah. of our personal choices. And I think you're right. I think we've, uh, like you said, we, we get we get away from that. And, and what makes us angry must make God angry. Yeah. It's like yeah. no, it's, it's the other way around. Yeah. Um, and uh, 
better understand his will and understand his word to, to, to understand what those things are. So. Absolutely. Let's let's shift gears a little bit and talk about some of the themes that are in here. Uh, and and uh, um, this is too long for us to go verse by verse. We only have so much time. Yeah. But some of them that really jumped out to me, uh, the, the idea, he uses here three times the term soul and the soul of man um, in 3, verse 19, and in verse 12. And uh, I've shared this. I look back, and every week but one, as we've been going through the Psalms, this subject's come up because it's in all the Psalms, a uh, hundred times in Psalms, three times in this passage. Um, you know, why, why do you think there's such an emphasis on the soul? And then I'm going to ask a follow-up question to that. So. Well, you know, obviously I think here he's, he's really upset. And mm-hmm. so I think he's he's searching for what he thinks maybe will make his soul happy. What mm-hmm. he thinks, um, and obviously he he goes back to my soul will rejoice in the Lord. Yeah. Um, but but I think you know too many times I think a few times here he he, he gets off in, in what he's really searching for, and mm-hmm. I think um, and I think he gets back to it. But um, worrying about the souls of others should be our top priority, yeah. and not yeah. and not our you know yeah our own anger. Yeah, and I, you know, the soul's the deepest, innermost part of us. It's where it's where, where those emotions come out of, yeah. like a volcano sometimes erupting. Uh, I, I was looking in my study before we walked up here a while ago. Uh, you're not old enough to remember these, but there, there was these books that came out, and there was every there, they had all different kinds of offshoots come up. Chicken soup for the soul. Do you remember any of those? I've seen them. Yeah, yeah they got chicken soup for the golfer, chicken soup for the you know for the preacher, whatever you know for the Christian soul. Uh, so what is it that ministers to your soul? I mean, you know, I think, I think community and having, mm-hmm. having, uh, you know, I've got a couple of really close friends that I probably talk to daily. Mm-hmm. And I think having that, uh, that first off, very uh, pointed um, where you can talk, speak truth. And so mm-hmm. I think, uh, you know, ministering my soul is when, when I can, you know, every morning, every afternoon, talk yeah. to, talk to these these guys and, and really get poured into and pour into mm-hmm. them and, and really I think the times just what we're talking about the anger yeah. or, or something that I'm struggling with able to say whoa whoa, whoa eh, have you thought about this and yeah. obviously they say it in a nice way but right. um, able to see maybe where I'm tempted or, or sinful yeah. and kind of get me on, on track so I would say that probably that, uh, and that's an excellent point because it made me just think when you said that where was that person in David's life mm. where were they when Bathsheba came along you know, I mean, who was the one that he was saying, hey, listen, I, I've been thinking about this, or hey, I did this. What do you think? Do, do you think that we want, and, and I don't mean to sound like I've got this together because yeah. I don't. I just luckily have two, right. two, three good friends that, that can do this. But I look at my neighbor, moved to a new house a couple years ago. I say hi. I say bye. We wave. I don't really want, and I don't really care to get to know him. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. Honestly, yeah. I, I'm yeah. busy, got my own thing going. Sure. Uh, and so I think we do that at church sometime too, right? Mm-hmm. We walk yeah. in, smile, wave. Hey, Larry, how are you yeah. doing? Great yeah. to see you. Yeah. How are the kid, grandkid? Good. And we don't really care, yeah. honestly. Yeah. And so I don't think a lot of us have relationships um, that that can pour into yeah. each other like well, that. And the fact is you can't do it with everybody. That's right. You can only do it with a few people. That's right. But we ought to be looking. And we ought to do what you've done with your friends is that it's a two-way thing. It's not, you know... I've got a ton of friends, quote friends, that when they're in that spot want me to help out. And but there's, I thought about this the other day. I was just, hey, I needed to, I needed to, I needed some soul counsel. Who do I call? You know, who, who, who? And and that list is very short, yeah. you know. 
and uh, it gets shorter all the time, you know, and you, and you really need to, we need those people in our life. That was an excellent, excellent response to that. Uh, one thing that jumps out to me in this too is the, uh, uh, there's spiritual warfare going on here. And, and, and David is, you know, at least one positive is, is that he's looking to the Lord for help, uh, even though he may be, he may be, his anger may be in the wrong place. But he says, you know, contend with me, fight, fight against those that are fighting against me. Uh, and, uh, and he talks in the first three verses about spears and javelin and bringing up all these things. And, and he talks in verse 7 about a, really the strategy that, that Satan has for him or, or his enemy has for him about setting their, the, neat, the net for his feet and digging a pit for him. And, and uh, at the end, he says in verse 23... Lord, I need you to wake up. I need you to respond. And, and like he, he wasn't awake. Yeah, and he says, and he says there earlier, how long are you going to do? There's times in our lives where we're, if we're honest, we're there. Where, God, I've been praying about this for this long, and you've not answered. And and we all go through times like that, mm-hmm. where we struggle and we wonder. Uh, and it's kind of like maybe reading this psalm of where, okay, maybe maybe this God's got something else for me to learn besides answering this prayer yeah. well and sometimes I think that one prayer whatever that is is our soul I was listening to a sermon this week and I think too many times we think we really understand God mm-hmm. and how he works and, and, and his sovereignty over the yeah. world and over our life mm-hmm. and I think that um, so we pray for that one thing and we keep mm-hmm. thinking just like he does here he's not listening he's not yeah. answering where yeah. is he Where you know he, he when really he's probably working, you're just maybe not on track. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe he's over yeah. here, and, yeah. and you're you're over here alone. And so, I think constantly putting our earthly desires mm-hmm. aside in that time, um, because spiritual warfare is real. And I think that we we have to always be uh, mindful of you know are we are we studying the word? Mm-hmm. I did a, a devotion with uh, the, the rehab group Sunday night, and something we got in is I told him you know you are so lucky to be in a program where you're required or you're yeah. definitely to be in the word every day yeah because so, when you get out of here that's not the case oh yeah yeah and i said if you're out of here good luck mm-hmm. right if you're mm-hmm. you know the relationship if it's a relationship with god and so right uh and not to say that people don't go through spiritual warfare when they are but mm-hmm. i think it's a whole lot uh it's less likely it's less normally happens yeah. when, when you strayed a little yeah. bit. And, and when you, you get off by yourself, like That's you right. said, your friend's accountability there, uh, but you're by yourself, uh, you're in a dangerous, dangerous mm-hmm. place. Uh, there's another phrase that jumps out here to me in this passage in verse 5 and 6. He talks about, he uses the angel of the Lord, the definite article, the and uh, that's an interesting word study to do sometimes. Just go through the scriptures and read about all the angels. And then some of them are given names like Michael uh, or Gabriel. Uh, here, it's the angel of the Lord. And uh, so commentaries, I, and in fact, everybody ought, ought to have these. And, and uh, um, they're, they're about this big. I started to bring them out here, but I forgot to hurt my arms carrying them. Uh, Grudem's uh, Systematic Theology and Erickson's Systematic Theology just covers everything you really want to know about. You just name a topic in the Bible, and they they try to give you the different angles, and sometimes they'll come to a conclusion. On this one, they said, you know, the angel of the Lord, they both came up with these three different options, is that this is just an angel who's God's messenger. This is uh, God speaking, and he's in a human form, or this is particularly not just God the Father, this is God the Son, 
and he is, uh, it's just a pre-incarnate Christ. It's Christ in the Old Testament. All my life I was taught this is Christ in the Old Testament. But then I was reading today about when, when Moses saw the angel of the Lord in the burning bush, the angel says uh, to him, says, I'm the God. I'm the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He, he, he points out he is God. Um, any thoughts about that? I know I just mm-hmm. threw that on you. Yeah, so. that's that's pretty. That's deep. Yeah. <laughs> You're getting deep there. No, I, I think you know when he talks about the Lord. I, 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 to be honest with you, I haven't looked real into that. But I, I would, you know, I think parts of the Old Testament we do do look yeah. like you said at yeah. Christ. So that is mm-hmm. interesting. I hadn't yeah. heard that. And you know, here's the way I was thinking about it too: is when I when I see when I will see the angel of the Lord. Um, when I see an angel, I say, oh, that's a big deal. Okay, God, God, God didn't send another human messenger. He sent one of his special ambassadors. But then when I see the angel of the Lord, this is like, I mean, this is first team. This is like, these, this, is, this, is, this is the one. And, it, and it, when you search for it in scriptures, you'll find uh, it's at very crucial moments when the angel of the Lord appears. It's, it's an interesting study yeah. to go through and, and look at that. Um, all through this, uh, of course, David's praying these prayers of, of curse to bring down his enemy, and, and ultimately his enemy, you know, he's praying for his enemy to be put to shame, disappointed. Um, uh, any other thoughts about any of that before we, there's one last thing I want to look at the very last verse before we before we wrap up. But No, I, like, like we said, I think, you know, just, just going through the prayer and, and, and really identifying just all the struggles he was going through, uh, you know, just really, I think at some point in our life we can relate mm-hmm. to, to yeah. the struggle. Yeah. Verse 35, he says, if we can end on a positive note, he says, Then my tongue shall tell your righteousness and your praise all the day long. It's almost as if David says, Hey, listen, if you'll fix this situation for me, then I'm going to praise you. But at least whatever whatever his motivation is, that he comes around to that conclusion is that, I'm going to tell your praise. I'm going to. I'm going to. I'm going to tell others what you've done, which is ultimately what we're all called to do. When, when I we were talk, when I was thinking about this, we I asked somebody this question: mm-hmm. Is this in pectory prayer? Is it? Can you do? You know, good, mm-hmm. bad. Can you do it yeah. now? Should yeah. you? And, and that's kind of, you know, it was kind of like, yeah, no, yes, just like we've talked about. Mm-hmm. But what's funny is, I, I mentioned a second ago with the relationship. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes we look at God and, you know, when we think about our God versus all the other gods, yeah. it's the only one that really allows a relationship between yes. yeah. uh, between the creator and the creation. And so I think here it's almost like he was venting now that you yeah, look at it. Exactly. It was like, yeah. this is where I'm angry. I, I'm almost like the friend that I tell you about on the phone, right, that, yeah. that I can go through and... I did it on the way here, right? Mm-hmm. You, you vent about something and you go right. angry, and but then it's like, oh, but I'm, yeah, this is, I'm wrong. Yeah, almost. Yeah. And it's yeah. kind of where he comes back to in a way of hey, that's a good point. God's yeah. still, uh, I'm still gonna, you know, still gonna praise you all the day long. And, and God's big enough to handle that. Yeah. You know, just like your friend's big enough for you to okay, you can vent, and they're not gonna take that too personal or not look bad at you. It's like because we all do that, but that that that's what prayer can be. Mm-hmm. That we can. God, I, I just got this on my heart. This is how I feel, and I've done that. I can't tell you how many times. And at the end, I love to go off to places. I love to go to Petty Jean and other places, just hike and get by myself. And sometimes I spend the whole time complaining. You know, just like God, I'm not happy about this. I'm not happy about that. Why is this not happening? And in the end, I, it's been a good day when I can come back to this and say, Lord, you're right. I'm wrong. 
I may not see it all now, but I'm trusting in you, and I'm going to I'm going to tell others about you, and that needs to be the conclusion we come to. Um, I have never preached from Psalm 35 before. Never done a Bible study till tonight. So well, so good. we I'm did we did it. And, the first. and you know and. I, it's valuable. I mean, I, I will again. I, 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 as I was looking through these, this pre preparation for the summer, I thought that's going to be a tough one. Derek Walter can handle yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And and uh, uh, <laughs> I talked to Eric this week, and I said, "Man, I've got to brush up on. I don't know much about Psalm 35." And so I was like, yeah, he well, did. He, we were, I think we were in the same boat. It's a, uh, it's a, it's a great study, and we, we just. Couldn't talk more about it. I appreciate you coming and being no a problem. part of Thanks this. Thanks for having me. And we'll definitely do this again. I appreciate uh, you and, and all that you mean to, to us and to our church. Um, we'll wrap it up tonight, but uh, next week we'll be back at this again, Psalm 36, and Wes Ward's going to come. And anything that we were wrong about, Wes Ward will correct He will week. definitely correct that's, us. That's so, right. In fact, yeah, we'll, we'll have to write those down, <laughs> and, and uh, then we can argue about them later. That's, that's right. Hey, we, I want to encourage you to share this with your friends. We do this on on uh, on. You can watch it online, but we also it's a podcast. And uh, for me, I enjoy listening to those. I do that uh, as I'm driving, as I'm walking. And you may want to share that with somebody this week about uh, uh, our podcast Sunday Talks. Hope you'll do that. Hope you all have a great week. <laughs>